Well, welcome back in. Uh, great to have your company just gone 12.40. And joining me on the line now is a goal scorer for the Wellington Women's Phoenix team who are having an incredible season. It's early doors, I know, but uh, Chloe not joins us. Chloe, boy, did you celebrate that goal. <laughs> yeah, it was a good feeling. Um, definitely good to celebrate with the girls, but yeah, definitely a good feeling. Thanks for having me. That's good, mate. That's good. Look, I um, <laughs> I started watching that game from Jerry Collins Stadium in the weekend, and I couldn't stop. And it's interesting, uh, Brad Lewis, who's, who produces our own home show, he said the same thing. He said, did you watch that Phoenix women's games? You said, shit, it was good. And it was really, really good. Like, it's so good to watch at the moment. And I'm wondering from inside the camp, what can you share with us? What's what's flicked the switch for you guys this season? Um, I think it is a culmination of like everything that's happened before us. And, you know, like coming into this third season, a lot of us have now had already two years in the league and we've added more experience from overseas as well. And then you've got the academy players who have been in around the, the club for a while. So I think it's like a culmination of a lot of things. Um, but yeah, it just it feels good to be getting the results um, yeah. this time around. Because yeah, I was watching you and I was thinking, this looks like a team that actually belong in this league now rather than have been invited in and sort of not make up the numbers but when you look at your past past seasons um 21 22 you only got seven points across the whole season you've already got nine this year after four games you won three games last year out of 18 you've won three games out of four and i just felt like i think i'm watching a team of professional women football players now that are proper professionals they've been doing it for a couple of years now and know what it takes yeah, exactly. I think that's it. Like we, you know, we know what it takes now and that experience is invaluable um, over those past two seasons. And then coming into this one, you know, we knew what we know what it takes to like get those wins. And we just wanted to put the performances um, together, which we, we struggled to put full performances together last year. And now I think we're we're just taking more and more steps forward each game. What does belief do? Because it's not something you can train for. It's not something you can coach. It's not something you can learn. It, it, it's like earned. And I just see, you know, you're all up on, on your toes now when you're playing. You're, you're all playing heads up. And it's like there's a real belief there. How important is it to have that, particularly for your youngsters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, just even that first game, like coming away with like, obviously losing 1-0 but against Melbourne City and like feeling like we did put together a good performance and then getting our first win it just kind of adds to the belief and adds to the confidence when you get those results and you start to see the football like what you've been training come out on the field it's just like yeah confidence and believing and we talk about believing a lot almost every day at training and in the game so yeah definitely a big part of it is just seeing the results. I've been out to your training base out at NZCIS uh, in Trentham there, which is a fantastic facility. Can you share with us what, like, we understand as professional athletes now, and some of you do have part-time work, some of you have study and that sort of thing. So when you're not out on the field or you're not in the gym, what do you do as a team to, to develop connections away from the football field? Yeah, I think, well, we had a pre-season tour um, where we spent a good amount of time together 
in Sydney, which I think was good. Um, yeah, we did a lot of talking about what we wanted to achieve and things like that. And then I think the away trips are just really good for us to like have that extended period of time together um, yeah, over the weekend. And you get to have conversations with everyone on the team that you probably wouldn't have if we're just going to train and coming home. But yeah, it's, it's just good to spend as much time together as we can off the field, I think. And you've got, uh, I think, Central Coast Mariners this weekend. Is that right? Yep, yep, we do, yeah. And you travel over there. So what's your travel itinerary like for a professional football team now? How many, do you go the day before and come back the day after? How does it work? Yeah, so we'll go uh, on Friday we go and then the game's on Saturday. And then, yeah, usually it's a Sunday morning flight, an early morning flight on Sunday to come back. So, yeah, it's nice on Friday because we go in the arbor, so we get a bit of time at the hotel and normally the morning to just prepare for the game. Uh, but it's a quick turnaround after the game to get on the flight back in the morning. <laughs> now, having been in the team, do, do different teams like Central Coast, do they have a a style that's different to Perth or different to Melbourne Victory that you modify your plan of attack a little bit differently to, depending on the opposition? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we like Paul's made a point of not t- changing too much of what we're doing to fit the opposition. So we tend to focus a lot just on what we're doing and maybe a couple of tweaks here and there in terms of like positioning out of possession and things like that. But um, mainly we just focus on what we're doing and try and do that really, really well. You're happy that you're a professional footballer now? Like it, it was a it was a hard road ahead for young women footballers in New Zealand before the Phoenix was around and you might have been flirting with the idea of going offshore or going and doing something. It's come around at the right time for you as an individual, hasn't it? Yeah, I was just perfect, you know. Like it was kind of, I was in a no man's land of what to do next with football because, um, you know, I love being in New Zealand and this is my home, so... The fact that I can stay here and be close to family and family can come and watch the games live and that kind of thing has just been really, really cool um, to have that opportunity here. Looked like a really cool atmosphere at Jerry Collins Stadium. It's quite an intimate ground and the crowd are quite close on top of you. What was it like playing there? Oh, it was just amazing. Like You can fully hear the fans so loudly the entire game and it just makes such a difference. It's like having an 11th man. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the whole day and the atmosphere there. And I think hopefully it just grows and grows if we can con- continue to getting results and, you know, entertaining the crowd. Hopefully we can just get a bigger atmosphere going there. Yeah, the, the atmosphere looked cool. And if I was a Wellingtonian, I'd definitely be getting along to a next home game. Both the Phoenix men's and women teams uh, do put on a heck of a show. Wonderful fan base. I just want it to be a little bit bigger, Chloe. But... Um, Last thing I wanted to ask you about was breaking down the season with the coaching staff. I know it's all about the next game, and if you win it, you park that and you look at the next game. But do they break it up into like month chunks or away chunks? How's it approached? Honestly, we've not really done any kind of like big breaking down in blocks or anything like that. It literally is just next game to the next game and just constantly trying to improve on what we're doing. And it starts in training as well. Like we we look into like how our training sessions are going and how can we develop week to week and improve our training sessions week to week. So, yeah, it is. It really is game to game.
Brilliant. So, how many goals will be next to Chloe Knott's name coming season end? Like you, you ju- you're just going to go on a tear now, aren't you? <laughs> Depends how many uh, corners Mickey Foster's taking. Yeah, <laughs> you can't take that away from her. So, hopefully, she can just keep taking corners and putting in some brilliant balls and. Maybe I'll be on the end of it. Who knows? And the, <laughs> I don't care as long as we're winning. That's all right. That's the one. And I must say that I, I did say that um, you're up 3-0 and then uh, they got one back. That goal that they scored, admittedly it wasn't for the win or anything, that was unreal skill, wasn't it? I don't, you wouldn't want to celebrate uh, it because it was against you, but jeez, what a goal that was. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you really can't argue with that. What a goal. It was just such a good bit of skill and then individual effort for her to bend that in. I think the wind probably brought it back down and made it look even better, to be honest, but it was just an unbelievable, unbelievable finish from her. And someone said, could we, someone's texting saying, could you please ask Chloe about this young woman, Fraser? She looks amazing. Can we keep her? <laughs> Well, luckily she's signed on for three years. So, yes. you know she 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 is unbelievable, and like you see that in training every day. And you know people are saying she does that all. She scores goals like that all the time in academy. So it's just so cool for her to have this platform now to be able to do it at a professional level. So yeah, she hundred percent deserves all the praise and everything she's getting. And. Hopefully she can keep doing that for us. And, and finally, just to sign off, the thing I love most about it is you guys look like you're having fun and then you're getting the results to go with it. So you're living, you're living the dream at the moment, Chloe, and long may those wins keep coming. Long may those goals keep coming too. So we wish you all the best for the rest of the season. No doubt we'll catch up again before season end, but thanks heaps for taking time to have a chat with us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for your support. There she is, Chloe Knott, goal scorer supreme. Goal scorer supreme. It was fantastic. Her goal came in the 30th minute, actually. Um, and that girl, her name just escapes me. Is it mm, Marcy Fraser? Fraser. Her goal was crazy, but the uh, Western United's goal um, was in the third minute of stoppage time. was just a bend it like Beckham type goal, and I'm not overselling it there. Trapped it, sent defenders the wrong way. And when of those big bending, um, wasn't a free kick, it was in general play, but it was almost had that free kick feel where it went out to the right and dipped over the goal. Fantastic goal. It was a fantastic game to watch. So do do get behind the Phoenix women's team and I'm so stoked for them. They try, they've tried their guts out for the last two years. And when you look at their record for the last two seasons, so their first season in the comp, bottom of the table, played 14, won two, drew one, lost 11. Second game in the year, played 18, won three, drew four, lost 11 um, for seven points and 13 points total those seasons, remember? And they've just played four games and they've got nine points already and it was a heck of a game to watch. Very, very exciting. Good, good, good brand of football. Uh, so uh, we will be following in the women's Phoenix and the men's Phoenix uh, for the rest of the season as well. Right, we shall take a break. We'll come back uh, before the news.